Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fantasy fans from around the world, now introducing your fantasy football podcast with your hosts, Chris and Brian. It's time for fantasy football! Hey, fantasy football fans, this is your fantasy podcast with your host, Chris Fishbag Barnett. This is Brian the Moose Murray. And this is our week two show. Week one is Boom. in the books, ladies Boom. and gentlemen. And what a week it was, especially those Monday night games, huh, Brian? <laughs> Amazing. And I'm going to tell you right now, the uh, Saints and Texans really put up a game, and it actually goes to show... Both these teams come to play, and if you own anybody in these teams, you're going to put up some points for the year, and I hope you do. We're talking about Hopkins, Thomas, Kamara, uh, Breeze, and, of course, Deshaun Watson. Those are just the top five coming off my head. We haven't even talked about Duke Johnson or Carlos Hyde, but the point is it was a great game. The score changed twice in the last minute, which is the first time apparently ever in the history of Monday Night Football in 779 games, I think it was. That that the uh, score change. It was an amazing. It was an amazing finish. Crazy. It was a lot of fun to Crazy. watch. And you know what? The Oakland game was actually fun to watch too. I enjoyed that. Uh, they they really took it to Denver, smacked them around, like made Denver look like a bunch of chumps. And, uh, and they did it. They did it with a couple of rookies, and we're talking about Waller and Jacobs. Yeah, and they looked really good. And Carr they really did. Carr was flawless. I mean, hey man, I. I I like him. <laughs> I was one year too early on the whole car train, but I think this year, yeah, well, we'll see. And and Waller is no joke. He's the real deal. Uh, we'll probably yeah. end up talking about him uh, extensively later in the show. Um, but so, you know, let's, let's dive right into takeaways from the previous week. We just touched on Mondays, but I want to rewind all the way back um, to Thursday And so we catch it all. We don't have to talk about Thursday because that game was a little rough, Packers and Bears. But let's talk about the games from last week and what were your major takeaways? All right. Well, first off, the Bears, just like you said, the Packers-Bears. Bears offense, non-existent right now. Um well, they have a give credit defense. to the Packers' defense. No, it, no, it, it, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with that. But it's Week One, Trubisky, who kind of shown, uh, kind of shown, or uh, showed a little bit of magic last year. Everybody, he had his moments, yeah, in. yeah, exactly. No, he had his moments, but he. Did not no. He looked completely. It did dead. not translate on Thursday. I mean, the Packers no. defense flexed their muscles, and it's a new look D. They drafted heavy, and they acquired a lot of pieces to make that D a serious player. You know, and I picked him up uh, wherever I was unhappy with my defensive uh, play this week. Even though they're going against a Minnesota team that looked real hot uh, in Week One. I think the Packers are just going to be a dominant defense this week, no matter who they play. I think they're going to be holding teams to single-digit numbers, and if you combine that with Aaron Rodgers, how are they going to lose? You know what I'm saying? I mean, their offense looked a little sloppy, but they also didn't start anybody in preseason. Well, that's true, but you know, at the same time, if their D is playing that well, then all they need from Aaron Rodgers is just to manage the game. 
What I didn't kid. what I didn't like is seeing Aaron Jones still splitting carries. Yeah, with Jamal Williams. Sad. Yeah, there was there was a little bit a little bit surprising. There's a couple of a couple of running backs this week that did the same, you know, and yeah, it, it, but Aaron Jones wasn't getting anything out of it, you know. The Bears defense really is that good. Oh, Bears D is you know? savage. So like I don't really so, blame the Packers for struggling, but I don't like the usage of that running back, uh, that backfield. I was really high in Aaron Jones. I actually didn't acquire him anywhere this year because I was worried about this. I saw it coming because of how they used him at the end of last year, and I was like, "Ah, I don't see that changing, and it didn't change. So I'm really not surprised. Um, Sorry for all you Aaron Jones holders out there. Uh, I wouldn't trade him or drop him, of course, after week one. He still has all the natural talent in the world, but um, it's not going to look good to have him as a running back uh, one for sure. Um, What are some other takeaways? I mean, should we jump to? Well, I'm going to jump to the Titans real quick. Oh, yeah, because they freaking dominate. And, And I'm not saying that because I'm a Titans fan, Chris. I'm saying that because of what... Cleveland was coming into this season. Who were Super Bowl they? Who were champions. they? Exactly, exactly. Guess what? They play game one at home versus the Titans. Got who smacked. are a massive underdog, a massive underdog. We're talking about a team in the preseason who have one of the most inept offenses you've seen. Everybody was questioning, oh, well, uh, is Barry Ode going to be the quarterback? You know, they signed Ryan Tannehill, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're doing away with Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry supposed to be the blah, blah, blah. They did none of that this week. Guess what? You know what was a game changer? Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker's back, baby, and he's healthy. He was hurt in the first game of the season last year. Boom, down, out for the rest of the year. Mariota is one of those guys who depends. He needs his security blanket. Delaney Walker is that. Delaney Walker just showed last week in fantasy in one of the most shallow positions, this is one of the most shallow we've seen tight ends in a very long time. Yep. However, there's still a lot of up and comers. I'm calling right, we'll Delaney Walker an elite top five tight end. Top one five tight end. I agree. I agree. I agree. And that's the reason why the Titans won. Their defense is no joke. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't forget, last year they were one of the top defenses against the rush. They bring that same defense back, and they added more to the middle linebacker core, and they signed uh, Bayard, who went to the Pro Bowl last year. Uh, he's now, I think, the most, or, or, or he's the most highly paid uh, corner in the league now. With the Titans, with it helps. the Titans, it helps. So they have a they have a defense. They have a defense that you do not need to sleep on. All right, right now the Titans have pole position in this league because Andrew Luck leaving the Colts. The Texans lost game one. Jacksonville lost game one. They're the only ones that are what? One what a world in the AFC, what AFC a world. South. Crazy. I never would have thought it. They look good. They look good. I guess what I want to ask you is it's only week one, but are the Titans fakers or for realers? I'm not buying into it yet. I, I really am not. I, I think they caught the Browns flat-footed. The Browns, I think, rolled into this thinking that they were going to steamroll the Titans because the Titans were steamrolled last year, and they got punched right in the mouth. 
and they lost in a, in a serious way. And you know what? I, I'm not saying that the Titans aren't going to be for real. I'm just saying that I'm not completely sold yet. I can't. Week one, week one doesn't, I can't tilt week on week one. one. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's week um, one. And I, the Browns so, have the pieces to be hot. I, I think they just came in the wrong way. No, they do. So now I want to roll over to the other team in Texas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys look Are legit. they going to be that good? Yes. 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 You, you, that was an emphatic yes. You weren't yes. even you weren't even hesitant on that. Yes. You believe in the Dallas Cowboys? Hundred oh, percent. I think wow. Dak okay. Prescott is going to take exactly. the next Thank step. You. Finally, take somebody the, go is to the next on level. my boat. I'm I'm all in on Dak. I think he is a. I think he's going to be a top seven quarterback this year, if not top five. I think probably top five. He's just. He's he's playing like a boss. Like he wants that money and he's gonna get paid. And he's got the weapons. He's got the running back. He's got the line. He's got the defense. He's got the whole package. I think that team is gonna be legit this year. They're gonna be hard to beat. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that, man. <laughs> I'm totally with you on that. Um I'm sending out trade offers to everyone that has Dak Prescott right now. Trying oh, really? to get him. Trying to get him. All right. I think he's going to be right. excellent this year. What are you trying to offer in return? I mean, what, so you know, I'm sending it offers like okay, a, so like a, Will Fuller. I'm I'm shopping Will Fuller because I think that he's going to take a back seat to Kenny Stills. To Kenny Stills, yeah. Because Kenny Stills is a more well-rounded wide receiver that also has just the speed, as fast, just as fast, and Fuller gets injured, so Better I'm trying hands. to shop him. He he had that amazing catch week one. That f- ridiculous catch. And so I'm trying to shop that highlight and get someone like a Dak Prescott, right? Because he's always – Dak Prescott's the number two quarterback on a lot of teams right now. But he can he should be the number one quarterback on a lot of teams no, right now. I agree. I agree. Um, right, other so takeaways? Move, well, I, I was going to say I want to move to the running back position real quick and ask you about a couple of guys. Dalvin yeah. Cook, Todd Gurley. Gurley's going to drop the everyone's team I'm this asking, year. What do you mean? Like he was a mistake to draft in the first round. Oh, no, he was definitely a mistake to draft in the first round, but do you see him coming back? No. Versus you don't? No. Nope. You know, he had 14 rushes for 97 yards last week. Sure, but he didn't get any goal line, and he didn't get any pass-catching downs. So you don't think they're trying to hold him back? And use I do him think later they're, they're to trying to hold him, him back. I, I think they're trying to hold him back, but he's not going to get any goal line, and he's not going to get any pass third downs. Like they're going to restrict him to first and second down, and as needed. And I think that they're going to try to save him for playoffs. for playoffs. And so, yes, he had a good game this week, but he also they also like just stomped all over the Panthers. You know, everyone on that team. Yeah, you know, had a good. It was a close score, but if you watch the game, the Rams dominated. Oh yeah, like yeah. absolutely. The CMC is the only reason why it was close. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> he's sick. He's he's sick. the most amazing freaking <laughs> NFL really player is. in he the really league. Is. He's incredible. <laughs> but back to um, Gurley, I think Gurley unfortunately isn't going to score any touchdowns this year. And that's going to absolutely destroy his fantasy value. I think Malcolm okay. Brown is going to get every single goal line 
Look. So wait, so when you're talking about that, you're playing Malcolm Brown. Is he an every week play for you? He's a flex play for me. Every week. Yep. Okay. Okay. Because he's going to score a touchdown every week. So the other guy. Well, it, and I'm not trying to. It, I can see that, but I want to talk about Dalvin Cook real quick because finally, after year three. He looks about as healthy as he can be. He looks amazing. And I own him in four or five leagues. Um, I'd be worried, though. That's the other thing. Alexander a, Madison. Well, he has an injury history. Okay. Well, Cook has, is full of injuries. Okay. I'm not even worried and about I injuries. Know, and I know about Madison. Okay. And that's what I'm talking about is there's another guy who... He has himself to prove this year. This guy could totally carry the offense, okay? You're talking about Kirk Cousins last week through 10 pass attempts. Isn't that 10. insane? Okay. It's it's obscene. It's obscene. It's crazy. Right? I still want him on my team. You have guys like Diggs and Thielen on his, on yeah. his squad. I know. And you have a pass catching back like Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook crazy. is actually a, a a very um a very similar guy as to Kamara. Yeah. I think. Yeah. They have the same abilities as it's far got that as balance, pass catching ability. Scoot, exactly. Hands. Boom. They, oh, they can make those plays. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. And the reason why I want to talk about him is because of the fact that he's been injured his first two years, he's now coming in to his third year. He looked the part in the preseason. He looks the part now. He had a great He had 111 rushing yards and two touchdowns or a couple of days ago. It was amazing. Let me, let me come it's at you, good. though. I would say delete the injury history from your memory. Right? This is a new year, a new season. He's healthy. You cannot predict injuries. Yes, you can label certain players as like injury uh, prevalent, but that's really oh, unfair. Yeah. Prone. It's it's um it's really random and it's really awful. I mean, like unless unless like they're they're old banged up, but he's not old banged up. You know what I mean? He's this is only the third year right. that he's, he's had in the NFL. And I think He's going to be great. The reason why I'm worried is because Alexander Madison also looks great. And I know the way that the NFL works, that coaches don't like to pay running backs. They don't like to give them money. And I'm worried that the coaches are going to see this shiny new rookie and they're going to start giving him more and more and more carries because they're going to either trade or ship or cut Cook next year. And well, you're going to see a okay, timeshare by but like halfway thing, through though, the season. But, okay, but that's the thing, though. I'm talking about as far as from a fantasy perspective. Right now, weeks one through you know six of that we're going through, until we see that change, does his value not escalate in your mind? Oh, he's top to five top running five. back. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. I mean, that's that's my point. I mean, I understand the whole Madison thing. I'm just worried about playoffs. You, Come week 16, is no. he going to be the guy? I don't know. But that's okay. 
Got to think about that, you know, if you're going for the ship. I mean, he'll get but you there. On how many on how many teams right now can you say that that guy I drafted is going to be that guy? I mean, I get you. Not very many. And and you you know what? I Maybe personally Dick Chubb. I would ride him for probably as long as six, you can. six to eight weeks and then trade him and try to get try to get someone that you know is going to be the guy in playoffs. Because I, I really am worried about Madison coming in and putting his footprint. I drafted Madison in a couple of my leagues as well as a safety net. Just as I was like, but what are you going to do? Start them both? Oh, of course not. Right. No, I'm starting down with Cook until I see the fact that, you know, the torch is being passed. <laughs> but, like, it's not going to completely but... pass. You know what I mean? It'll be a no, running back that. by committee. I know that. I know that. But I'm just saying. I'm, what I'm saying is, Dalvin Cook has top five potential. For sure. If he stays healthy. For sure. And and the coaches ride him. If he stays healthy. Dude, top and three. And they ride him. Top three. Then there's no reason why Madison should even come into play. He's he's an amazingly talented if, running back. He is. I just he is. I'm not I'm not sure because Madison to me he passes the eyeball test. Like in any keeper league or dynasty league, you better have him on your team because he's gonna be the right. guy. He's gonna be the guy. Okay. Well, every year there's a new guy. So <laughs> let's talk about some other uh, let's talk about some other games from last week before we move on to standout players. Uh, what what is a matchup that you want to pull from? Something that maybe surprised you? From last week? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Steelers-Patriots was embarrassing. Like, oh, that, know, was, like, that was horrible. That Patriots was looked like Super Bowl horrible. champions. I didn't even bother to look because I was like, holy crap. They, they really looked um, like Super Bowl champions. Yeah. Uh, and they get Antonio Brown back. And... Yeah, Lions and Cardinals ended in a tie. I mean, TJ Hawkinson, Jesus, he looks right, like... so he's one of the rookies I wanted to talk about was Hawkinson, man. He was okay. drafted in the first round. A tight end. A tight end drafted in the first round. It happens sometimes. It does. It does. It usually doesn't work out. This cat... It's working out. <laughs> wow. He, now, he, it's week I mean... one. It's week one. Okay? It's week one. You put him like 130 yards. Should, okay, only. Okay. Well, the thing is, you should get excited about this guy because I'm excited. he is gonna be the go-to. He is gonna be the check down. He's a big son of a gun. And you know what? Do they you remember got rid of Golden Tate? They got Galladay and Hawkinson now. That's it. You remember Stafford and Calvin Johnson? Oh yeah. Think about oh, yeah. Stafford and TJ Hawkinson in the same oh, light. Oh, wow. He's been around that long. His Johnson's been out for a while. Shit. Well, yeah. Johnson retired early. But, yeah, man, I no, mean. No, he did. He did. I know. I think, I think TJ is going to be that guy. You know, it was a sweet-ass match. The, the, the Cardinals are awful as a defense. Terrible. One of the worst in the league. So you can't go completely all in. Because they're that bad. But I would definitely have him on my team. And he's on my team. And wherever I could get him, you know what I mean? Like, for free. I stashed him. I and picked him up wherever I could today. 
after that discussion that you and I had week one, because you called it, you were like, this guy's the new Gronk. And I was like, damn, I better go fuck, try to sneak him on my bench everywhere. And I did, and it paid off. So thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, that, that might be a league. So the tight end position is so thin. If you can okay, nail so it, then Let's talk you about win. the other rookie at tight end, Waller from Oakland. Waller looks seven like for 70. Straight baller. Boom. And guess what? Antonio Brown's gone. So they literally have Tyrell Williams or Waller to throw to. And if Carr... Hey, he, Carr is still going to be one of those guys where he needs to check down to his tight end. Yeah, he, he does. That guy. First read, not open, tight end sneaking out every time. Yep. That's yep. what he does. And That's the game plan. Waller is going to benefit from it. And he's a you freak know, athlete. He is. What is he? Six six. Runs he's like a huge. four four forty. It's it's it just. It's a ridiculous stupid. person. Hey, I I read it a few days ago, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god, no wonder." <laughs> it was like, it, I, I I have to be honest with you. I didn't know who he was coming into a couple of weeks ago. Well, you would start reading up, you know, because the one I was reading about was Hawkinson. I'm like, there's not that many tight ends, you know. Whatever. Waller didn't not. have any draft capital, man. Like he was a drug addict washout. Um, but Gruden took a chance, and it's paying off. Well, we'll see. Let's hope he. Uh, let's hope he uh, fits the measure there. It looks so, like it. It looks like. Anyways, it. Um, well, let's let's move on real quick to injuries, um, real fast. Uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill. Some serious injury. Tyreek Hill is out four to six weeks, or probably longer. Dude, I'm calling clavicle. six to eight. Yeah, in same game, Nick Foles on the IR. Or, yeah, you know, for sad to see that one. Clavicle. Hunter Henry, as of today, is I out know, with a broken what, fibula or tibula or the whatever. The blood gods were thirsty week one. Oh, my God. It's stupid. It's stupid. Sterling Shepard, Darius Geis, uh, Joe Mixon's day-to-day. Devin Funches is also on the IR. Greg Olson, hey, look, he plays tomorrow night. He's going to play. Versus Tampa Bay. It, well, play. it's up to be seen. And the last one, Quincy Anunua from the Jets. That one. For the season. I was the most done. sad about that one. Yeah. I'm a huge I, I fan I was going to say, I know you are. I know you are. That's why I was saving him for the end. It sucks, dude. It really sucks because Sam Darnold. Hey, look. We're, we're, Go get Jamison Crowder. Yeah, exactly. 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 So, anyways. Uh. Yeah, oh wait! Those are okay. No, you did mention it. What about Minshew, the quarterback, the backup quarterback for the okay. Jets? I watched that game. He I was over good. at Brian's house the other day. Well, I mean, he looked like a scared little girl throwing down to the his first. He was like boom, boom, boom. He Bro, like, he made I, like seventy <laughs> or eighty percent of his passes. No. Here's the thing. He set an NFL record. He completed the first 13 of 13 that have never been done before. It's fire. Never. Never. You know who? I was sitting there watching the game. The first guy, the last time, because they, the commentators were going, oh, well, the last guy to complete 8 of 8 was Brad Johnson for Tampa Bay back in blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a half, you know, it's a quarterback. Right. Brad Johnson. Right. Um, but then, then it was 9 uh, of 9 and 10 and then of 10 it was 9 of 9 and 11 of 11. And then that was the other one, but it hadn't been done in like 20-odd years. And then they go, oh, crap, he's about to break that. But here's what happened. After 8 of 8, 
he threw a pass. It was incomplete, but then there was a false start. 10-yard penalty, he got a redo, and then completed the Knicks uh, five in a row to go 13 or 13. Hey, man, so, that's how the game... First quarterback, hey, that's great. He's from Washington. There's people around here talking like about, him. oh, Minshew, 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 Minshew. You know, he's got that little boy... Yeah, he's know, got the mustache thing going on, the handlebars. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> so, Where's the jean shorts? Hey, right? I'm a fan. I, I'm not going to hate on Minshew. I... I don't think no, he's going to be able to, but, to get a championship, but he's uh no, but he's going to be all right. It sucks that the Jaguars got rid of Bortles to sign Foles to put them to the next level, and Foles literally went out after. It's so. Hey, you know what? It's football. It happens every year. It does. There's I think you should keep the faith, though. One. I think I think Minshew is going to be serviceable, and he's going to be able no, to maintain. He will, he will be the fantasy people on that team. He targeted DD more than the stat line suggests. Like DD didn't have a great game, but he threw to him like a handful of times. Like times. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I I wouldn't drop DD right now. Like I wouldn't tilt no. and overreact. You know what I mean? But it gives an uptick to Leonard Fournette if he can stay healthy. That's sure, the they're gonna guy. lean on him. They're gonna lean on him. Yeah. Um, can we for just a second talk about Ravens Dolphins? Like I, <laughs> I know, I know it was Miami and they're like a dumpster fire, but yeah. holy shit. The Ravens, like, Jackson put on the afterburners, and he was just like, screw all screw all y'all. I'm just going to smoke it. He did it. all that literally by the third quarter. It was amazing. And Marquise Brown, the rookie coming in, was his I don't, go-to I'm guy. not sold on what, Brown. What, do you have five kids? You're not? Nope. He's too little. So, really? Yeah. He's tiny. He's a little itty bitty dude, and you know what? I think I think Baltimore is going to try to protect him by just rolling him out there situationally. So he was only Brown on the field for like Marquise five Brown planes. Or AJ Brown. I, neither. I, I'd rather have Marquise Brown. The AJ Brown from the Titans. Yeah, both rookies. Really? I mean, okay. I don't believe in Mariota either. I believe in Justin Jackson. I don't believe Not in Justin. Jackson. I believe in Jackson. Lamar. Lamar. Thank you. I do. Um, and and I know that we we we're gonna have differing opinions on this. And you know, I didn't believe in him last year because he looked like garbage. But during the off season, I read some stats. I read and and some some info on Lamar. And you know, he he actually had a better completion rate. As his rookie year, then people like Steve McNair, none of McNabb, Michael Vick, all these like players who were dual threat quarterbacks, he actually had a better completion percentage than all of them. He threw for more yards than all of them. The only the only dual threat quarterback that bettered him was Cam Newton, and he's been a number three quarterback in fantasy every single freaking year he's played. So I'm all in on Lamar Jackson. I only own him in one league because the secret kind of got out, I feel like, late in the season, and I couldn't get him as my last pick, which I did in every single draft. I just punted the quarterback position because why draft a quarterback when there's so many good quarterbacks and they're all protected by the NFL? But I think Lamar Jackson is going to be a league winner for a lot of people this year. I mean, he, he threw a lot of ducks 
as a rookie, but he also didn't have a team that let him practice. He didn't get any first team reps until he was starting. Like that was brutal, savage, really. And he yeah. still held his own. He went to the playoffs. Anyway, I believe in Lamar Jackson. We can talk about him a little bit more later if you want to. But he looked, to me, very real in that win where he just dominated. Five touchdowns? Did he, did he throw for five touchdown passes? Five touchdown passes. He threw for more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> And I know it Again, was the Dolphins. It's week one, and it was the Dolphins. So, all right, yeah. So I I can't really, I can't right, really go into. Let's just go ahead and get off the Lamar train for all right. You know, off for the Lamar train. And, I'm all uh, in on Lamar. Hey, um, no, I, hey, you're you're almost turning me. You're almost turning me. But we got we got to move forward. So. Let's do uh, disappointments, teams and players. Well, disappointments were the Browns. Yeah. Honestly, in my eyes, um, that was just a horrible display. They had guys getting ejected. They, you know, Baker Mayfield was. It was a train wreck. Confused. Um, you know, he's obviously still looking Odell Beckham's way. Beckham went, what, seven for 70, 71, something like that. Um, so we obviously know who the target's going to be. Nick Chubb didn't have a great game. Uh, Nyoku caught the touchdown at the end that saved his stat line. So it's pretty much, eh, you know, you know right who now, I was disappointed with in? All the hype goes, you know, all the hype going into the season, Cleveland for me was a big disappointment. For me, it was the Bucks. They were Man, playing against the 49ers. the 49ers who were supposed to suck because last year they did. And the 49ers just like stomped them. Winston. And I've been saying this for years, is a terrible quarterback. <laughs> so was Mariota. They went one and two. He's bad. He's not good at football. Draft. He's not good at football. He's not. <sighs> and the 49ers showed that. I was also disappointed in the Steelers. The Steelers fell flat against the Patriots. That was horrible. But I, the Patriots, it's kind of excusable because the Patriots are like the dark Sith of the NFL. But. The Buccaneers, though, had no excuse. They got stomped by the 49ers, and it was embarrassing. Like, Winston got pick six twice. Like, it was – I couldn't even watch the game. It was bad, and I was really disappointed. Yeah. And I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was surprised it was that bad. Um, players that I was disappointed in, though, the 49ers, Pettis. Pettis, I was so disappointed in. He had, like, one freaking catch. One one catch. He's supposed to be the wide receiver number one. One, one freaking catch. Well, Man. that's how I feel about Corey Davis with the Titans. He caught zero of three targets. E, that's part of the good. course, though. Well, no. I mean, that's the thing, though. When, when you look at what happened between Delaney Walker and then A.J. Brown coming on, dude, A.J. Brown is actually a really, really, really good slot guy. I don't know anything and about Brown, to be honest with you. So, it, it, so that's what I'm talking about. Is you know the Titans, they rely more on the outside game. They can't stretch the field. So with Mariota, they either have to look outside, look outside, or hand off to Derrick Henry. He cannot stretch the field. 
All right, this is not college football. This is not going to be putting up, you know, 450 yards a game or 400 yards a game like he did back in the day. He's a smart quarterback. His problem is he never, you know, he never stayed healthy. Um, the disappointment this week, though, is Corey Davis because Corey Davis was supposed to be the next up-and-coming you know, wide receiver one for Man, the Titans. He's been a disappointment for the last three years. He had two years. Two this is, is only his, his second year. year? Okay. No, this is this, this will is be his third year. The third year of disappointment. Exactly. From Corey. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, they still have to find somebody to throw to besides Walker. I think AJ Brown was a great draft pick for them. You know. I'm I'm sorry he wasn't on my map because um he probably should have been. But uh, what uh, anyways, what kind? He had a game, eh? Three three catches for 100 yards. Yeah, four that's targets. explosive right there. That's four targets. The only other so. team that really disappointed me were the Falcons. Man, they their line looks garbage. I they, called it. They invested how many first round draft picks in their line? They, they look awful. They look awful. I it's still the Falcons, man. They're a team based on offense, and I think you know sometimes some you know some guys get a little complacent. You sign a big contract, you go in, be like, eh, "We got Matt Ryan and Julio Jones." Oh, that I mean that they look one dimensional, and uh, I think this is uh, the yo yo that we've all come to expect from Matt Ryan. Hot year, low year, hot year, low year. Last year he was top five. This year, uh, probably. 14th, probably not even in the top 10. I think they're going to suck this year. Really? Really? Yeah, I think they're going to suck. Even with Ridley and Hooper trying to up and come? I mean, Hooper had a had a game, but they only scored 12, 12 points. That's, those are baseball numbers, man. <laughs> this is garbage. I mean, yeah, they're yeah, playing the Vikings true. defense, but come on. The dome game. That's they're supposed to own the dome. They look they look bad. Um, I mean, I was disappointed. I, I Edo Smith looked better than Freeman. Yeah, he he honestly looked better than Freeman. Freeman looks washed, and I mean, that's trouble. I don't own either one in any league. You know, I'm in five leagues, so. I've always kind of stayed stayed away from Devontae Freeman anyways. Injury prone, he's never right? Really, he's never really truly impressed me, to be honest with you. He, Speaking... was all, he was always like a bottom running back two to me. And he was the guy that was always going in the first or second round. He had a year, right? One year. That was it. That's what they're basing it on. So, But uh, let's talk about waivers. And, I mean, they've already cleared this week, so everybody's gotten their guys. But let's talk about them for a minute because there was a lot of hot waiver ads this week. And who was your top waiver ad? Well, we already touched on Hawkinson um, as a tight end because, you know, he's a rookie. and Most rookies don't get drafted in leagues. But if we're going in right now, well, there's several. Um, you know, we discussed Gurley and Brown earlier. Brown would be a good one. My However, number one. If, you want me to jump in or you got one? this? 
My number oh. one was was Scary Terry from Washington Redskins. From Washington. Okay. Yep. So I don't know much about him, to be honest with you. I picked him up in two leagues just because. I'm glad you did. Because he's the number one wide receiver for the Washington Redskins. And he's the fastest really? person on that team. And he's a 99% player. He's on the field all the time. And he also was uh, the main wide receiver for their quarterback waiting in the wings. They played together. Really? Yep. They were college teammates. And um, so even if there's a quarterback change in Washington, Scary Terry is going to be the guy. doesn't matter. He's a full-time player, and he balled. And I think he's going to continue to ball. I think he's probably going to score the most fantasy points of any rookie wide receiver in this year's draft, for sure. Okay. I mean, you have big ballers like Hollywood, right? But Hollywood, I think he was only on the field for like seven snaps. It was like a ridiculously like small amount of field time that he saw. He just happened to be targeted every time he was on the field, and he scored a touchdown every time he was targeted, right? Like he burned everybody. But Terry is an every-down player. And so I went after Terry hard. I kind of made a mistake in my keeper league. I forgot which night the waivers cleared. And I put a placeholder on for like 45 freaking fab dollars and spent half of my fab money. But you know what? I don't think I'm even going to be mad about it at the end of the year because I think he's going to be a wide receiver too with wide receiver one upside uh, every week. Like I, I, uh, I feel that confident about it. I mean, I, I, uh, I watched the replay and uh, he was involved heavily and there were several plays where there was either a penalty called, and so there was a 30-yard or a 20-yard or a 15-yard pass taken away from him, and then, then there was a 75-yard, which should have been a touchdown bomb, where Case Keenum just missed him. Uh, you know, and, right. and so, like, I think his upside is massive, and there's a lot of opportunity in Washington. They're going to be a bad team. They're going to be playing from behind all year. And... uh you know, he's a safe wide receiver three right now. And I think his upside for the year is wide receiver two with boom games that win you your week. I'm, I'm, he, I'm really high on Terry McLaurin. Um, okay. You know, $45 out of 100. I was a little mad about that, but not really. <laughs> I'll just like, I'll just sit out of waivers for the next six weeks and, uh, <laughs> and be all right. Right. So I mean, yeah, he was my he was my number one rookie quarterback. You know, like we already talked about Hawkinson. You know, he's like a no brainer pickup because very few people were rostering him. Um, but what was another? What was a waiver? Another waiver pickup that you you went after this week? I honestly not much. <laughs> yeah, you stayed um, off of the waivers. I, That's not like you, Brian. No, I I know. And the reason why this year is because. Look, I have five leagues. I started 5-0. and oh. Never done that before in my life. Congratulations. I went 4-1. It's a, a pretty good start. And 
I'm sitting there. It, it, honestly, most of my lineups are very, very similar. Okay. And what I mean similar is I have Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Moore, and Deshaun Watson. Those are five guys that I targeted this year to keep my roster very similar because of the way I was trying to, you know, make my teams. I'm happy with that. All right. It's not like that in every league, but I'm happy with those picks. Okay. Um, Let me come at you with another pickup then. McCole Hardman. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. As far as wide receivers go, because there were some leagues that I kind of went wide receiver deep or running back deep, there are two guys that I'm looking at, either DK Metcalf or McCole Hardman. Yes, sir. McCole Hardman went down, or I'm sorry, uh, Tyreek Hill is out for a while. Don't believe the four to six-week bullshit that we were talking about earlier I think you're right, Chris. Like you said earlier, it's got to be at least six to eight. It's a clavicle issue. They chose not to put him on the IR. Hey, that's their choice. Maybe he can come back week nine. That's what they're praying for. So that's what we're looking at, right? Well, guess who's going to have to step up? The rookie they drafted, McCole Hardman. So I think that is a really good high stuff him away. You know, right now we don't have any buys going on, bye weeks going on, so there's no reason to play him until you see what's going right. to happen with him. Right. So he's a guy that you got to stuff sit away on. and exactly sit on him, wait, see what his usage is going to be, he see was, if they're going to go with Sammy Watkins the whole time or spread it around. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the Kansas City backfield, that's the one I'm staying away from. That's a question mark. Before we touch on that, though, McCall Hardman was on the field almost every single offensive snap after Tyreek Hill. But he Hill had was like down. one target. Yeah, didn't throw it to him, but he was on the yeah, field it was every horrible, snap. Though, look, I'm just saying, wait and see. If 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 he no, was on I, the field, I agree with you. I agree with you. He's I got mean, the best quarterback was... in the league throwing to him. Yeah. But let's talk about the backfield because I think you're right. That is something that is a huge, <laughs> scary-looking question mark. Dude, I couldn't make – I could not make a mess of it. I was sitting there going, wait a second. We're starting Damian Williams, and they got the other Williams guy. And then all of a sudden, LaShawn McCoy bust out, what, 90-something yards on 11 carries? He, uh, he it's showed. It's stupid. It's he stupid. He looked – Good. Is he that excited to play for Andy Reid again, or was it just a bad Jaguars defense? And honestly, I think it's both? a little bit of both. Both? Yeah. And, no, and you I know think what? you're right. And it was the Jaguars who I'm really disappointed in because I honestly thought with Nick Foles, the running backs, the wide receivers they have, the defense they have, I honestly picked I picked Jacksonville to win last week, by the way. So that's all right, I don't blame you. But I if you're a Damian Williams owner, I would be very concerned. I mean, Never. he's he's a talented running back. He made I think he was like he made more uh defenders miss. I think he was like the top three in running backs and making defenders miss. He's a shifty, fast, quick dude. But the coach doesn't trust him. And I think that as soon as Shady gets up to speed 
with some blocking assignments, you're going to see him on the field 70% of the time. And they're going to have Damian Williams in there for passing down and to spell him. And it's going to be the shady show. And that's going to ruin a lot of people's seasons. You know what I'm saying? Because he was drafted as a running back one on some teams. As a running back one. Um, But let's move on. So, Brian, boom bust. Who's on your boom bust list? Let's talk about it. All right, boom bust this week. I'm going to start, of course, on the boom side, always with the quarterback position. I'm a fan of Josh Allen. <laughs> I am too. I, You know, I got to be honest with you. I like Josh Allen. Um, he had a bad the week. Bills, the, he had a bad week, but the Bills still won. You know, I like him. With the, yeah, I, I still don't know what's going on in their backfield. He's still their leading running back. He's also their leading passer. They're playing the Giants this week. Start him. Start <laughs> so, him. I, I'm the kind of guy, I'm like, you know what? This is a guy that if I was in a 14-team league, he's starting hands down, period. He's he's playing the Giants. The Giants just got destroyed by Dallas week one. It was a horrible game for them. Josh Allen is more mobile than any other quarterback in the league. Yes, a white guy with legs can run this freaking ball all <laughs> over the Giants as much as Saquon can run the ball all He's over gonna the He's going to have Bills. a good week. He is. I, I think he is. So, anyways, for me, my boom this week, Josh Allen, start him against the Giants. Um, great, great play if you're in the uh, Daily Fantasy League. So, um, running back position... I'm in Seattle. They're playing Pittsburgh. Who looked inept? Chris Carson, baby. Chris Carson last week scored two touchdowns. He caught six balls, which tells me he's got more involvement in the offense than what he looked at previously as just being the sole pounder and grounder. Um, Rashad Penny, not so much on the field. Uh, Carson actually played 77% of the offensive snaps. I look for Carson to have a hell of a game versus Pittsburgh on a team who runs the ball more than they throw it. Chris Carson, he's a top five wide, uh, excuse me, running back this week. I like wide it. receiver. Who you got? I got Tyrell Williams versus Kansas nice. City. Nice. I really like this cat. Hundred <laughs> percent. Look, man, we're talking about Kansas City's D. Um, they still didn't look all that great last week. They looked better than what they were last year. Still bad. But Oakland, look, you're talking about taking in a Nick Foles to a rookie quarterback who still – the rookie quarterback completed 13 of 13 against that, that yeah. pass defense. Okay? So I like Derek Carr to at least be able to get Tyrell Williams involved in this game. There's a history become, there too. No, there is. There is. Carr has he look been a boss he, against he, Kansas City. He, okay, and he's only got two choices to throw to this year: a rookie in Waller and uh, Tyrell Williams. Williams is going to be good. Yeah, I I like it. Williams top ten all the way. Uh, if you got him, you got to start him. Tight end, 
Delaney Walker, Delaney yes. Walker versus Indianapolis. Look, I'm not just going on the fact that I'm a tight, you know, Titans fan, guys. I'm not going on the fact that he caught two touchdowns last week. I'm going on the fact that, yes, he was Mariota's security blanket, but last year the Colts allowed the third most fantasy points to tight ends. Third. And they never faced Delaney Walker last year. So when you bring in a guy like Mariota who's trying to find his way in an offense, it's his fourth year, everybody's kind of going, eh, Tannehill's knocking on your door, he's got your you know, butt plug or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, Delaney Walker, top five tight end this week. Bam, hands down. So, bus, Kirk Cousins, quarterback, he had 10 passing attempts last week. I know, 10. 10. He's playing Green Bay this week. Good you know D. what they're going to do? Yeah. They're going to hand the ball off again to Dalvin Cook. Yep. Kyle Rudolph was not even involved in the game. Stephon Diggs and Thielen were like, eh. <laughs> and they were like second or third round draft picks, period. You could not find either one of those guys after second or third round. And Kirk Cousins is probably a top 10 quarterback that are people drafted or drafted as a top 10 quarterback because of his offensive weapons. However, last week, not a good showing. I don't trust him against Green Bay. He is going to be below number 15. Period. He's a bust. If you have another option, start somebody else. Agreed. Running, Running back. back position. And I hate this because I, I uh, bought into the whole Philip Lindsay uh, thousand yard rookie season. Yeah, I know, dude. I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in myself. Well, no, and not, not just that they look bad. It's just that, you know, Royce Freeman actually split the same timeshare. Or yeah. they had a timeshare with Lindsey. Lindsey yeah. was a thousand yard back last year, and they're still letting the guy. They look. Lindsey was an undrafted free agent, right? Royce Freeman was one of their first round draft picks, like their second round or whatever they're, last year. They're trying to force the issue, and now exactly that's what I'm saying. Like I'm really not happy with myself in drafting Lindsey in three of my five leagues. If you got them, get rid of them because, look, they only have a tough schedule ahead. They're playing in the AFC West. They're playing, you know, they play Chicago this week. And Royce Freeman is a guy they really want to stuff down your throat. So They're going to get Phillip eaten Lindsay, alive. Yeah, they are. Uh, Philip Lindsay, bye-bye. You're done. Um, this week is not your week either. So, next, wide receiver, the bust. I'm going to Cleveland, Jarvis Landry, PPR God. Fair. They're playing the Jets. There's just too many mouths to feed right now. Yeah. Too many mouths. They're going to try to get their stars going. Mess, well, exactly. That's the thing is last week's mess against Tennessee just showed that they're still, they're still trying to find themselves, you know? They have too many stars. They have too many athletes. They have too many mouths to feed, you know, to a point of, like, there's not a direct leader. You know, Baker Mayfield, a, you know, whether, whether it's, look, he had a great year last year as a rookie, but 
I personally still don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I'm just sorry. I'm, I don't. Not yet. Not you never yet. liked him. No, I don't. I never did, and I probably won't. Um, but uh, there's just too many mouths to feed right now, you know? Yeah. And Jarvis Landry was the guy who was a PPR god. He'd only catch 70 yards a game, but guess what? <laughs> it didn't matter. He had nine receptions. Nine receptions. That's going down with the emergence of Yoku, the acquisition of Beckham, and Chubb, the next up-and-coming god of the running backs, which I really, I'm on the Chubb train. Choo-choo. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I mean, also, last week, the Jets held Beasley, the other slot receiver for the Bills, to only Jets 40 D yards. stood up, man. They, they did a good they job. Did. Jets got the big D this year, son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's All your right, tight so end bust? Tight end. I'm staying with Cleveland in Nyoku against the Jets. Jets last year only allowed five, count them, one, two, three, four, five touchdowns to receiving tight ends. So that's one in every three games. Nyoku only had a couple of receptions last week. And his saving grace was that uh, uh, touchdown reception against the Titans in the fourth quarter. So I don't really look for a big outcome. I'm not starting him. Find somebody else. Let me ask you a question. Is it a hard J or a soft J? Is it Njoku or Nyoku? I don't know. I've always always said Nyoku. I'm going to have to Google that shit because I thought it was in Joku, but I don't even know. But I agree with you. You're probably right. You're probably I, right. I would not I would not be starting him this week. Yeah, I think that they're going to be week. trying to get OBJ going, and if anything, and good luck against that defense because Jess looks like they got a D. All right, yeah. Brian, thanks for that boom bust. We're going to do some flex players, bench players, streamer players of the week, and then wrap this up. Uh, I'm going to throw out a guy, Chris Thompson. Mm. Darius Geis is done, though. That okay. he's, he's just done. Injury wise or just? Injury. His no, other. I know that. He's, technically, he's out for only a few weeks. Look, I, sure. But I think that those few weeks are going to turn into a season. I mean, okay. I, I honestly do. Like, the injury that he had last year was so devastating. Oh, the torn right? ACL. <laughs> and and he didn't come back right. And he tried to come back, and he couldn't do it, and he hurt his other knee. I think he's just going to keep getting injured over and over and over. Maybe I'm wrong, but for the time being, Chris Thompson is going to be the guy. He's going to be in PPR especially. I mean, he was... He was targeted 10 times in week one. 10 times. He caught 7 of 10 for 68 yards. And PPR, that's 14 points. And he looks spry. He looks healthy. He looks healthy for the first time in a while because he's coming back from injury too. But he looks good and healthy. I'm starting him in my flex position everywhere, especially with guys out of the picture. All you have left now is is Adrian Peterson, who is not even active week one. Not even active. And Peterson's not ever been 
someone he that was a healthy scratch, so to speak. He was a healthy scratch. And so he is a flex for me. Um, I wouldn't call him a sleeper. He's kind of an older player, but he looks spry and they're going to be playing from behind against Dallas. I think you see double digit fantasy points. And if he happens to score a touchdown, he could be a weak winner. And they were looking at him towards the end zone too. Um, I'm not saying he's going to be featured in the red zone, but um, they weren't looking away from him. That's for sure. Um, so that's a player that uh, I'm starting in my flex. Um, a person that I'm excited to watch, who's I'm going to keep on my bench this week, is is LaShawn McCoy. Uh, oh. I'm keeping him on my bench, but I'm really excited to watch how it unfolds in week two because he made some comments after the game on week one saying he's still learning the playbook, and that's why... He didn't see as much third down as he would like. And that as soon as he learns those blocking assignments, he's going to be on the field all the time. And I believe it. They paid him $4 million, and I think that they're going to be their lead running back. And I think, unfortunately, for all your Damian Williams owners, Damian Williams is going to be a situational player. And he's skilled enough where he's going to be dangerous, and he's going to get you some fantasy points. But I think LaShawn McCoy is going to be out on that field. boy. That's correct. Um, So that's my flex player, my bench player, and streamer of the week. You know, I almost talked about Matt Stafford because he had a really good week one. But Mm. I don't think he repeats week two. And instead, I'm going to go with your boy Carr. I think Carr against Cincinnati, I think he's going to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns, and he's going to put up a lot of fantasy points because they're going to get their, against Kansas City. Yeah, they're going to get their asses kicked, and he's going to be playing from behind, and he's going to still play well, and he's going to throw for a lot of yards, but they're going to be playing catch-up all game right? because the Chiefs are that good. And uh, so Even I think he... Even without Tyreek. Even without Tyreek, man. Did you see Sammy Watkins? Tyreek oh, so who? That, that's the one guy that we have not spoke about who honestly probably had the best week in all of fantasy football. He did. From any position, from quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, Sammy Watkins literally showed why Kansas City brought his ass over there and why Mahomes really likes this fucking guy. He's good. Watkins. So I was talking to Brad the other day, and he was telling me that Watkins literally went on a, I don't know, a, a, what do you call it, a walk of life or whatever, you know. Dude's batshit crazy. He thinks he the earth is flat and that he's a lizard. All right. So this summer he found solace in going into uh, Thailand and somewhere else that he went and found peace. And I'm going, or no, he went to Bali and he went to Thailand. And I don't I care like, where you went. He's dude, so batshit crazy. He thinks he's a lizard and that the earth is flat. Well, you're still not going to find it. So the point is, the guy, the guy has no clue 
where you know what he's doing or what normal is. He doesn't you know. And so the fact that last week he came along a more power to him. He's always had the talent. Don't get me wrong. But I don't um, care if he thinks he's a lizard. He's 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 a monster. Yeah. And he's a guy of the own right now and you know for Kansas City. So number one, he's he's gonna destroy Superman on the football field this year. Like yeah. if you have him, you better thank the football Start gods. With confidence. Yeah, man, you're going to the championship because you drafted him as a wide receiver three, probably, and he's wide receiver one all day. Yep. All right, Brian. Bitch. Final thoughts. Oh, man. Can we just leave Antonio Brown alone? Yeah, I don't want to talk about him. I I don't either, but it, it kind of has to be talked about because of what has transgressed. Or Do we have just to? Just since last week, since last week we spoke, he was a freaking Raider. Now Raider. he's gone to the Patriots to be, you know, accused of sexual assault or rape or whatever. It's a mess. Right. He's going to play all year. He is. He's going to be a wide receiver a one. He's a mess. Fantasy purposes, though, if you have him, don't drop him. Don't trade him. He's going to be very valuable for fantasy. My fan, personally, nah, no, I'm not. Do I own him in a oh. league? Yes. Do I think he's going to be great? Yes. But he's a mess. He's an absolute mess. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's a lot of people in the NFL that are messes. You know, like, I just don't want to go down that road. People people are harping on AB right now in a serious way, and I don't want to take these allegations lightly because they shouldn't be taken lightly ever. But there's yeah. a lot of people that are actively playing in the NFL right now that – have been actually convicted of crimes, right? Like convicted of crimes that are equal or worse. And they're playing crimes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, that's a sore spot in the NFL. And, but do I think it's going to have an impact on his season this year? No, I, I think the NFL is going to do an investigation, but because there's no criminal thing going on with him right now, and I, I don't, I think, I think they're just going to look the other way. Yeah. That's it for me. My final thoughts are, um, Jameis Winston is bad at NFL football. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that one. Um, oh. no, um, but seriously, I a backfield we didn't talk about was the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm really excited about Breda. I think he's going to step in into a 70-30 role, and he's going to uh, be really good right away. Uh, and I think he's going to show what he's got against Cincinnati. He was dehydrated in week one. They took him off the field. He didn't really show – was able to show anybody what he has. Now that the, basically the role is his – I mean, they're pulling people off the street to back him up. Uh, I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a flash in the pan. People should get excited about about riding him to a few weeks of victory. 
that's uh, that's my final thoughts. Week two, baby. Get her done. Y'all be good. Y'all be good.